You are listening to us, Unscripted Stories, brought to you by Northwestern University's Multicultural Student Affairs. We are recording at the traditional homelands of the people of the Council of Three Fires, the Ojibwe, Potawatomi, and Adawa, as well as the Menominee, Miami, and Ho-Chunk Nations. We are here. I am Vishnu Venagopal. I'm here as the graduate assistant, uh, one of the graduate assistants working in Multicultural Student Affairs. Um, I'm here with my co-host Aaron Golding. Aaron, you want to say what's up? Hello. Um, the assistant director responsible for supporting the Native and Indigenous community on campus, and all the way from the second floor, we've got Alejandro Magana here with us today. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> newly minted associate director of the Multicultural Student Affairs. Thank office. you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, do you? Can we get a little bit into? Um, I guess we'll start with home. Um, so where is home for you? What is home for you? For sure. So Alejandro Magaña. So I guess newly minted associate director in multicultural student affairs um, as of this last week. So I'm really excited about that role. I um, use he, him, his gender pronouns. I am first generation kind of college graduate. <laughs> um, kind of grew up uh, low SES. Um child of immigrant parents from um, Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico. Um, one point undocumented uh, them. And so kind of like mixed status family. And that's really kind of shaped a lot of my kind of identity and um, kind of view of the world. Uh, my neighborhood in the little village was a very monogamous, like Mexican and uh, Mexican-American families. So I grew up with that. Um, and so it really wasn't until high school and after that I really engaged with difference. And so I spent pretty much 30 years there um, in my childhood home. And I was there until I got married in um, 2009 and I moved all the way to Skokie, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's really home uh, for me now. It's 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 been a little bit over... Uh, 11 years now um, and so you know we've really seen the community grow and evolve and there's lots of children in the neighborhood now which is amazing uh, especially now having a six-year-old uh, kind of running around yeah. it's been amazing yeah for sure where do you work out of so I work out at the Multicultural Center, which is uh, 1936 Sheridan Road. I'm right up in the second floor <coughs> in the building. And so I have a kind of open door policy. So if my door is open, even a crack a little bit, feel free to kind of come in, um, have a conversation. I think that's usually a lot of the interactions is someone kind of coming in, knocking, wanting to either introduce themselves um, and either get connected to a community or find out what I'm doing or, or what they can or what uh, MSA or the MCC has to offer. So can you tell us a little bit about what led you here to Northwestern um, in the current role that you have? Yeah, so uh, prior to coming to Northwestern, I spent about eight years professionally working at DePaul University, um, both in the Lincoln Park and uh, downtown campus. And my role was not in multicultural um, affairs, uh, but I was always attracted to... Um, marginalized communities um, and likewise they to me um, through either through student group advising uh, advising fraternities and sororities a lot of faith-based and um, service-oriented organizations a lot of cultural organizations and so they I've always had 
uh, aided me in working with communities that were similar to me. Um, I had a very, you know, challenging uh, structure in, in my undergraduate experience and that I had to kind of face. And so that kind of led me into some of the work that I've been doing now in, in helping figuring out uh, ways for students to really navigate institutions of higher education. Uh, one of the things that I did really early on in my career was helping in developing a Men of Color initiative um, at that institution because I was noticing a lot of, especially black and Latino, uh, male-identified students dropping out. And so really trying to investigate like what, what is happening there, um, specifically with those men, uh, why they weren't completing education. And so we were able to coalesce a lot of different folks, faculty, staff, administrators, the provost in the end, convincing them to create a position uh, solely dedicated in supporting these populations. And so that's always kind of been in the neck. Um, but those were always kind of side projects that I was working on um, and, and, work in, and trying to figure out how I can do that. So when this position in multicultural student affairs came about, like it was flipping the switch from things that I was doing on the peripheral to like this is the full-time job in supporting these communities. And so that's kind of what attracted me and brought me to Northwestern. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so when you think about your time in um, college and, and kind of this time of your life, um, is there any experiences that you were seeking during this time in your life that, or that time in your life that um, informed you wanting to do this kind of work? Yeah, I mean, I took a really non-traditional route <laughs> to where I am now. Originally, when I went into my undergraduate career, I thought I was going to be an accountant. Um, wow, very, yeah. yeah. wow. yeah. very, very different. Yeah, very different. I was always, I thought I was good with money. I thought I was good with numbers um, back then. But what ended up happening was I was taking the wrong classes. Um, some of those um, early entry kind of calculus or... Um, Know, those kind of what you consider kind of basic math mm -hmm. I should have been taking them in the loop campus and the big difference between um, taking them in the loop campus versus Lincoln Park campus the professors that were teaching them in Lincoln Park it was more towards like mathematics like if you were going to go in teaching uh, and I should have been taking the classes more on the business yeah. side mm -hmm. so the, the very different teaching mm -hmm. strategy I didn't learn that until until very late in my undergraduate career and I had already made a decision to completely pivot away yeah. uh, from that. Um, and so I ended up with a degree in history and American studies because um, I enjoyed reading, I enjoyed kind of doing research. Um, and I was thinking long-term and in, in about um, working in a nonprofit world and trying to see like what, how I would kind of lead in that direction. And there was no direct path. I ended up getting hired right away after my undergraduate at the university. Um, and doing a lot of programming, um, doing a lot of events with students, doing service trips. And that kind of led me in more closer to enjoying the work and working with students and navigating the institution. So I kind of fell into, you know, this world of higher education. I went back and I got a master's in, in public service, still thinking that I was maybe going into the nonprofit world, but then realized that, yeah, well, higher education at least in the institutions that I was interested in, in working in were all nonprofits. And so really taking the lens um, from things that I learned in my, uh, 
in my master's program and applying them in working specifically with undergraduate students. So that's kind of like what led me <laughs> um, in this in this non-traditional route. Um, that's kind of led me to higher education. So it sustained me. It's been now, oh wow, I, I got into this work in 2005. So what is that, 13 years? Mm -hmm. 14, yeah. Yeah. Whew. Shout out to that. <laughs> Real quick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've kind of already touched on this a little bit. I think you did. But um, can you talk a little bit more about how your identities have kind of shaped who you are and how you show up at Northwestern, like for students, for staff, or whoever? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> Northwestern is a very different institution than, than what, I, what I experienced at my undergraduate um you know, my undergraduate life, but there were a lot of different themes that still very much have touched on that I hear from students. And so for me, you know, growing up uh, kind of on the lower SES, you know, uh, really impacted the types of opportunities that I took advantage of. And so as an undergraduate, I never went study abroad. Um, I never saw it as an option for myself. Uh, so I never went to inquire, you know, about it. Um, and that was something that I really regretted because there could have been a lot of opportunities to do it. I was able to do that as uh, in my graduate program. And based on that, I was like, wow, I really wish I would have done it as an undergrad because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. my life was very different at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think about a lot about accessibility, um, what students may have access to. Um, I think about a lot of questions that I didn't even think about asking myself. And so I try to proactively think, um, ask those questions to students when I meet with them around internship job opportunities, um, especially doing internships um, across the country or abroad, study abroad, um, uh, service kind of learning opportunities, really trying to engage folks to go outside of um, the immediacy of like the Northwestern campus, um, because that's something that I got to do as an undergrad, um, being in the city, being able to kind of go around the different areas and explore. So I think I bring a lot of those lenses um, into this work um, I think a lot about how I felt in different spaces not welcomed. Um, or, and so I really think about like how do we kind of dismantle some of that um, and really trying to feel confident in my own abilities, my skills um, that I do have um, assets uh, to bring to wherever I go. And so I try to bring that uh, lens into the work as well and try to get students to really think about what they're good at. Um, what are those things that they are able to contribute to a group or a community? And then try to figure out what, what might be some links to either spaces or to um, different tables that they might be able to engage in. Um, so they're able to kind of highlight you know, those assets in, in other communities. Awesome. That's great. Thank yeah. you. Um, is there anything else you'd like us or you'd want to share? Wow. Uh, let me see. What about else can you, I share? About the about work? I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The work is ever evolving. There's, uh, there's always something every year. You, it's not, never predictable, like what's happening. I mean, there are some things that are predictable. Elections, you know, th those happen, mm. you know, in, in some, you know, schedule. And so you can kind of predict some of that. But, Things happen all the time. We just had, you know, two mass shootings this past weekend. And so really trying to hold, you know, those communities, the people that are affected, uh, the lives lost, um, and how that really terrorizes, you know, um, people that share those marginalized identities. And so trying to really prepare 
myself and do some self-work around how I feel about those so that I'm able to show up for others as well um, and kind of process together. And so I, th I think that, that that's a lot of the work I think that we do here in MSA is trying to make sense of what's happening out in the world or what happens internally to Northwestern or, or nearby that really affects students. Do process as best as we can um, on an individual basis and then really try to see what is the best way of supporting you know our students and our communities uh, especially those that that share those identities that that um that are affected um to really allow folks to be able to process in their own way in productive ways that allows them to I don't want to say move forward, but be able to figure out their way uh, in whatever way that is, you know, for them. For sure. Yeah, it sounds like uh, I, I hear you saying like this, like you're doing that on your own and then you're, th you're thinking about how it also impacts the work here, right? And so as, as you're thinking about um, elections or, you know, tragedies, right? Like it, the impact of how you're doing that self-work also shows up here too. It does, um, and it's really easy. I, th I think that's something that I've learned, you know, sometimes in the hard ways um, over the years where I think I assume that I know how, how students are going to react to a situation, um, and I've kind of helped try to develop quick, re quick responses um, in what I thought would be the best interest of students, and no one, and no one shows up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think in reflecting, like, what is it that I needed, you know, for me to process and how that may be different than other folks, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. especially thinking about like intergenerational, like I'm, you know, <laughs> close to 20 years, yeah. you know, older yeah. than some of our undergraduates. And so um, I need to be mindful uh, of not imposing my own thoughts, feelings or ways of processing uh, onto others. And so I think I've really been reflecting on what that means and really doing a lot more listening and a lot less talking. Um, and letting that kind of move me forward in this work. Hmm. Wise words. Wise words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you very much, Alejandro. This has been a great conversation. This um, is great. With you. Yeah. Kudos for our hosts. Shout out to <laughs> the new associate director yes. of Multicultural Student Affairs. Appreciate it. Yes. Alejandro Magana. Come back soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please. Thank you for listening to us unscripted stories. You could find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Support for this podcast is provided by Joe Scaletti, Emma Salen, Sydney Hastings-Smith, Saeed Resco, Alex Mana, Austin Gardner, Rafael Contreras, Juliet Sparza. The support from Vishnu Venagopal, Linda Luck, and Aaron Golden. Subscribe to hear more from us. <laughs>